Hey, welcome to another edition of Late Night with Larry. I'm here with my co-host Vince. Vince, tell them where we're at. Hey, welcome back to another podcast, uh, another episode. We are in a freaking creepy place, but it's our favorite place. We are in the Hamas Mountains, our usual camping spot. Everything kind of finally opened, not everything, but the section we wanted opened up. We're over here. We're sitting here. It's almost 11 at night. It's pitch black. We're coming out here. We've already seen a couple of signs. Uh, A tree halfway in the road. Uh, The tree was not knocked over. There's no roots. It was set. It was wedged in another tree. It was blatantly set there. Purposely set there. Yeah. So we're out here and... We're sitting in the pitch dark right now. Now we uh, we rolled the windows up so that we could do the podcast here, and but we're sitting in pitch dark. I can't see anything around me, but we've been listening for the last half hour or so, seeing if we could hear any activity. And yeah. uh, yes, this is our normal camping spot that we come to. Now, when we're sitting here listening. Uh, it was pitch dark. We had no, right now. We have the light from the radio on because we turned the light on so we he could set up the podcast equipment. But prior to that, I could not see Larry. What you're a foot and a half away from me? I uh, yep. I could not see him. Uh, we could barely see the tree line. The stars are amazing. They are, and and here we are, folks. We as soon as this cab light goes off, we are dark. We're going to sit here in the dark and, and do this podcast. So, yeah, we are dark now. Yep, we're dark now. Everything went out. Everything. Now, if, if you want to go squatching, um, I don't really recommend going dark just because of safety reasons. you got other animals in the forest, so you want to keep them at bay. You do, but we're dark. Right. Yeah, but we're kind of... Maybe some would say we're not in our right mind because we do this anyway. Yeah, that's why I just told him off air. I said we either got to be half retarded or half stupid. Which one is it? Or half and half, half re- we are retarded and stupid. That's right. But I'm just going to tell you, people, we could see the stars. I could see every star up in the sky, but I can't see ten feet past me. I I could see the tree line just because of the light of the stars, but. Where we're at, I can't see the mount- the cliffs that we're by. I-, I can't see the mountain. I can't see nothing. No. So we're basically listening. Right. And uh, we have to rely on... They say when you lose one sense, your other senses are heightened. And we're listening. Um, but it- it's strange. It-, it It's just creepy being out here. It's hard to explain how it is. I'm going to agree. Uh, that's why I told him, let's do a podcast where we're totally dark. And let's just explain to the people how how we're feeling, what we're seeing. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've been out here before. I've been out here by myself before. And it's scary. It is, it is scary. And I consider myself, you know, a grown man. It's not afraid of too many things. But right now sitting in these woods you, with no one around... It, and it's dark. It's just me and Vince. It's a little scary. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, out here, uh, we are not the apex predator that 
the human race would like to think we are. No. You may be the apex predator on your block or the bully at Walmart, but out here, brother, no. And and we've been up here many times, so we could tell you we've seen mountain lions that roam these areas. And, and, and bears. And bears. And they're not small. No. And, uh, you know, the, the only thing that, that puts us on top of the food chain is our brain because we've developed weapons. That's right. And... Uh, don't fool yourself. We may have a weapon with us. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not talking about just because I eat beans. That's right. But it is dark. I I, I wish you could experience it. Um, I, I think a lot of people would say, no, I don't want to do this. Let's just, just take me home. Right. Now, we do have some listeners that are really into this type of thing and would come out here and probably do this, which brings me to my next point an email right yeah we got an email recently and I, I i didn't ask permission to use his name but he definitely is going to come up and check this place out we've exchanged a few emails and he divulged a story that i was not aware of uh it seems like uh, and i lived in the el paso area and it seems like uh, the city of horizon has had their own little Harry Man sightings back in the day and uh, he sent me the article I read it and I told my brother Vince I said you have to research this you got to check this out and next time in, um, I'm in El Paso I am definitely going to this area and uh, if you're listening to this podcast you said you were going to come up here and, and I, I told you I wish you luck just I don't recommend you going dark just come out and check it out and we're out here, like I told you, by Fenton Lake. You got to come back away in, though. Right now, every time we've came out here camping, we've never been dark, but we've still had some kind of experience. Yes, we've all always had something, something creepy happen. Right, and something that you can't just write off as, oh, it's cattle, oh, it's an elk, oh, it's a bear. No, 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 it's it's something that takes, it'd be a, a creature that has to have hands and a thumb to do what we've heard, or else a big creature with huge lung capacity to scream the way we've heard him scream. And that's my point. I mean, I, I've came up here, I haven't had the experience my brother had, but when I've been up here, I have heard something late at night screaming so loud that I knew that it couldn't be a man. It couldn't be a cow. It couldn't, you know, some people say, well, maybe it's a mountain lion crying. I'm like, yeah, when they cry, it sounds like a woman. Right. A, it, a, a woman screaming. It, it's totally different. Yes, this was not a woman screaming. Anyway, we're out here in the dark hoping that, you know, we haven't been up here in a while, but... We're here, and we're hoping to hear something. Right, and we've already seen signs that a lot of people probably would not see unless you're looking for it. The tree, it, there's no roots. This tree was placed in another tree. It, it was placed in between where the, the tree branches off. And there's no way this tree fell because of the way it's placed. It's like either, either this tree was growing on the side of this cliff on the rock, and it got placed there, or... But it's these subtle signs that, and maybe it's just us because we watch a lot of, you know, these Bigfoot shows and what, how they place and people say they snap. And But we've seen all these signs. 
Right. And what did we, I forgot to mention? What did we see? We saw trees kind of bent. Trees bent over, yeah. Yes. And uh, this tree we saw today is new. We the the area we come to is closed off during the winter, yes. of course. Um, and I know they do it because people would come and get stuck. It's it's a terrible. Even during the summer, the road is terrible. That is a terrible road. Uh, if you're coming up in a little regular two wheel drive car, I I don't recommend you coming on this road. Right. Because we're in my four wheel drive truck, and and even coming up, we we've, we've hit you know we hit my skid plate a few times, and it's a it's a rugged road. Right. But anyway, the the tree that we've seen in the bends, they're they're new. We haven't seen before. So they've happened within the last year. I, I wish we could come up more often to know just how fresh they are. Right. And yeah, everything we're seeing now, we notice a few things because this is where we come. So we're familiar with the surrounding and we're like, that's different. That's what stuck out to us this time is the way this tree was placed. Right, and it was sticking toward the road, like almost like they wanted to block it. Yeah, and and lo and behold, it's sticking that way right across from where we camp. Right, we're right next to it actually right now. Right, yeah, right now if we shine a spotlight, it's right there. Maybe that's a sign. These fools come out here way too much. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're telling us we don't want you around here. Or maybe they're saying, as long as you stay here, we won't eat you. Right. It, Hope, it, I'm hoping for that. That's what I'm hoping for, too. But but back to where we're at right now. It's We're in the dark. And it's scary, people. Yeah. I, I mean, we may have had an adult beverage or two, you know, earlier. But, you know, you got to get out and relieve yourself. And when you step out of the pickup, it is freaking creepy here. You're in total darkness, and you step out of the security of the cab of this truck. Yeah, it's a little scary, people. Yeah, and I've told my brother, I've come up here by myself before, uh, just cruising the back roads, just looking, looking, you know, hoping to see something. And uh, I've gotten out of my pickup before, and it is creepy. You you know how small you really are in this world when you're here in the dark by yourself. You do, and... You know, usually when we come out, we do start a fire, and but we have our lantern. Yeah, we have our lantern or a fire, and and we're 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 in an area. We usually keep it a little lit so that we could at least see around the campfire, but you still can't see too far. But tonight we said let's go total dark. Yep, and it is totally dark. It is. Now, right now, I I can't see. I could see because of the equipment, I could see you. Right. But I, I can't see beyond this cab. No, no, that's, we're in the cab, so the light that the recorder, my little Zoom is putting off, I I could see you vaguely, but looking out my window to my left, to my right, in front of me, behind me, I can't see nothing. No, I can't see nothing either. Uh, we were sitting here with the windows down, listening, and right about now is the time when we usually get activity right and but maybe we get activity because we're out there and we do tree knocks we we kind of try and lure them in invite them but this time we're just sitting in the well can do a tree knock because i don't know i don't know where the how the trees are at it's dark right and and like i said we talked about off mic before when we come we start a fire we have our light 
And in this kind of darkness, we stick out like a sore thumb. If they're just passing through the area, I'm sure they could see us from a distance. I'm sure, but we can't see them. Right. Like you said, they're in tune to the nighttime. They're nocturnal. They could see. Right. And a bright light like a fire lantern, I'm sure they could, like, pick it out way far away. And, and you know, and that's when we talked about it. And I'm like, well, if they're not totally nocturnal and they're hunters, like a lot of the animals, like the lions, and they could see good that tigers you know the mountain lions coyote they see good at night because their eyes will pick up the blue spectrum light which we don't humans aren't made to pick that spectrum up that's why we can't see good at night and and they can yep so we're sitting ducks right now we are and you know you could believe that theory or you don't have to but Based on research and the way people have said they move at night, they have to have nocturnal vision because they could just maneuver in the dark like like it's daytime. Yeah. When I had my experience, uh, uh, it's, it's weird. I, I was stupid. I had no weapon. We didn't even have a good flashlight. We just had a little one. Uh, we had the campfire glow. But they creeped up on us, and we had no clue. I had no clue in the, until they started screaming. And that's crazy. Yep, that was an eye-opener for me. And that that's what really opened both of our eyes to this Bigfoot world. You know, we've, we've all, always been interested and intrigued. But when I had my experience, uh, it took me a little while. But I, I talked to my brother about it. And uh, it took him a little convincing to get me back out here to show him where. It took a lot convincing. Yeah, but... Uh, that's what really opened the floodgates for us as far as our research and, uh, you know, looking it up online, seeing what other people experienced. Now, I'm a true believer that these, yes, they're flesh and blood creatures. We've talked about the alien connection or and all that, but I believe, too, that they're flesh and blood and, and they are terrestrial. They are from this earth, but they're they're elusive. And they're powerful, and they're fast, and I just want to see one. Right. Now, we were talking on the way up, and I said, well, if even if I saw it cross the road, I'd say, okay, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I know they, they do exist. Right. And a lot of people say if you see one, it's because either they slipped up or they want you to see them. Right. Now... Like we said, we've we've got reactions from our wood knocks. We've heard screams and in, in a distance. Now my theory is, I tell my brother we're here. I, I I think that you know they could drink water. There's a lot of water sources here in the Hamas, but they could go to the lake, you know. And and I think sometimes that's where they take the game trail to the lake. Maybe get a little bit of water. Maybe pick up some of the dead fish or the guts that right. that are easy prey from the fishermen right and uh you know that's an easy meal so it, it'd be worth the hike down to the lake to do it but and, and they're hunting on the way but if they don't get nothing they, they at least have something waiting they have the easy meal that the fishermen from the right. bay left and and not far from here there's a hatchery that they use to stock the lake and rivers and we talked about that too saying maybe they frequent this area because of the hatchery too it's like there there again there's there's going to be some easy meals there now between fenton and the hatchery there's a small community 
Now, I would love to hear their stories. I would, if, and if, if we could get some of these people up here from the community to talk to us and give us stories, yeah, maybe we could be pointed in a better direction rather than coming to where, where we're hoping lightning strikes twice. Well, that's the thing. Lightning has struck more than twice here. Well, as far as like getting signs that they are out there, but I'm like, I, I want the lightning you had. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that makes me leave everything, just pack up what I have and get the hell out. Well, not even pack up what you have. That night we abandoned camp. My kids didn't even take their shoes. I had to pick up their shoes before <laughs> I left. And see, that's what I'm talking about. But I, I do want to see one. And just so that I could say I I saw it. Yeah, it, it'd be wonderful to see one from a, a close enough distance you could identify it. Right. But not so close he'll fucking knock your head off. Right. And, and you know people are going to look at you and say, you're full of shit. The minute you see one and, and tell someone, look, I finally saw one, they're going to say you're full of shit. Because there's just too many people out there that don't believe. And the ones who don't believe are usually the ones who don't step foot in the forest. And that the, the non-believers that have I've talked with, I'm like, you're welcome to come with us. We got no one in this truck but me and him. So I, that tells you who the believers are. Right. Now, we've had people in our family who are just afraid to come out here. Yeah. They, they don't doubt what we say. But they're afraid to come out here because they say, with my luck, I'd see one. Right. And well, then come on, give us that luck. Exactly. But I know they're out here. And any of you people that come and venture up to the Hamas Mountains, you're going to see, you're going to come through some desert and you're going to, you're going to wonder, you're going to be like, really, this is all desert. But once you get up here, you're going to say, wow, plenty of streams, flowing water, thick forest. All the deer, we just passed deer on the way up here. Yep. Elk. Elk. Bear. This this is a forest. So you will say, yep, they can survive up here and there's plenty of food. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of food. And why would they migrate? You know, they could stay here all year round. Right. And, and we've talked about that. We're like, you know... Supposedly, there's the theories that they migrate to and follow the game trails to follow the game. I'm like, you know what? We come up here year-round. Every time we come, we see deer. So deer are here year-round. Yes. They wouldn't have to migrate. The food comes to them. Right. Yeah. And, and yes, we have these game trails that take the... We, we have what's called mule deer in New Mexico. And they take the game trails through the mountains from Mexico back up. So they're constantly traveling. So they're always here. Right. So this is a squatchy place. Right. And, and speaking of game trails, right here where we camp, up above us, not not very far, there is a game trail. Right. Right where we're sitting in the cab of this truck, I'm going to say maybe 150 yards. If that. If that. Up the side of this mountain, there's a good game trail, and we've walked it. Yeah, we've been up there. We haven't explored the whole thing, but no. we, we the last time we were here last summer, I went up there, and I walked the game trail a little bit, and there were some saplings along the game trail, and they were all snapped in the same direction. Yes. Now, you could say, oh, a deer or an elk 
you know, walking by, but... Who uh, does that? Yeah, no, 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 I, I don't think that. I believe it's it's something with hands that l- intentionally snapped them in one direction. Right, and just like we said, we always come to this spot, and, you know, there's usually a fire, maybe a little bit more noise, so maybe they posted that tree right there saying, this is as far as you go. Right. Saying, don't, don't get funny, bunny. Well, we'll see, because... Uh, the campers are going to start rolling in now that it's open. Yep, because it is barren up here. We are here alone, people. Yep, and it's creepy as hell. It Why don't is. you join us? Right, come on up and check this shit out, because it's, it's dark, it's creepy, and uh, you're welcome to come. Right. All right, well, that's what we're going to give you for now. We may add a little more to this, but for now, we just want to let you know that we're here in the dark and we're either retarded or stupid. Uh, we're going to put the windows down a little more so we could listen, but here we are. Yep. And don't get any more real than this. That's right. We're out here. We're doing our research. Uh, it, it's not a full flow, full-blown full research. We just wanted to come in uh see if it's open, really. Yes, yeah, so this was basically a drive to see if our our spot was open, and, and they did open the forest road, and we could get back deep in the forest the way we want to, and here we are. And I said, well, I'm, I'm glad I bought my recorder. Let's give them a podcast that we're sitting in the dark, talking. Yep. Now, how do they get a hold of us? One of them, somebody already talked to us. Yeah, someone did email us. Thank you for your email, and I did respond to you. Sorry for the late notice. But you can get a hold of us at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. Send us your email. And, you know, if you, if you guys are interested in coming up, I mean, yeah, maybe we could get a little group and Come up and and hit this spot and see what happens. Let us know. We'd we'd be happy to show you our spot. That's right. I mean, we'll show you exactly where we come and and you know, good luck. Yeah, because if we were to give you directions, we could give you uh, the best directions we could, but you wouldn't find this spot unless you're with us. Yeah, we'll we'll bring you here. Anyway, that's gonna do it for the the dark episode. And uh, if you're not afraid of the dark, get out there and squatch, people. And let us know what you find, if you find anything. And when you go out, be vigilant. Look for signs. Look for things. Right. And those of you that know what we're talking about, you know, tree breaks, the way the trees are bent over, and just all the signs that squatchers say, this is signs that a squatch is here. Yeah. And that's what we look for. And a lot of it is just common sense because you know what the forest animals are capable of. That's right. And and a bear doesn't do that. The mountain lions don't do that. Deer sure as hell don't do that. It's it's something intelligent that does that. Right. Just, just keep an eye open. Keep an eye peeled, as they say. That's right. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of In the Dark because we're in the dark. Yep. Like Billy Squire. That's right. And, uh... If we get any action, we'll bring it back live and we'll add to it. Yep. All right, people. Wish us luck. Peace out. Peace out.